Hey everybody, it's another week of just talking here on a Sunday, and we're really, really happy to have the one and only Paul Thomas with us. Paul, how are we doing today? I'm fine. I'm always confused on Zoom, but it's a nice cl cloudy. We asked me a question. Let me answer you. <laughs> It's All right, well, nice we and cloudy in Venice today, and it's really cloudy, and I like it. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, a question from Tara, because Paul, Tara is the one who did that nice edit of your photo that you requested a couple extra copies of. Hi, Paul. Paul? Hello, am, am I on mute or no? No, you're good. Can, uh, <laughs> hi, Tara. Hi, Paul. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Can you hear me? On video or what? I'm on telephone. Hi. Can you hear me? Hi, Tara. Yes. It's an honor to speak to you. I'm a fan of so many of nice your Nice to meet you, Tara. Uh, one of my favorites is Hot Legs. Were you the um, photographer? Okay. No. I kind of, you know, kind of to me. They all sort of meld in together. But I kind of remember Hot Legs. Yeah, it was Portia Lynn, was it? No. I think you, I remember your scene with Sharon Kane. Oh, the Shiksa Goddess. Yes. <laughs> That's what David Morris yeah, you, used to call you had it. a great chemistry. Okay. Good. And I, I left I, you in Robin's Nest. How long, how old were you when you watched this? Oh, I'm just recently. Oh. I'm, okay. I'm going to be 44 this year, but I just recently started watching all the vintage movies. Really? Why? Uh, it was because of Robert Kerman. I became a oh. fan of him through his horror movies, and then I wanted to see more of his movies. Yeah, Robert was very, very talented. He, he, he passed mm -hmm. away, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's how uh, I got into uh, them. Do, do, are they... Are they uh, Erotically stimulating, I'll try to be PC here for it. Are they erotically stimulating to you when you watch our movies? Or is it more of an uh, intellectual pursuit? It's more an intellectual, to be honest. Okay. Okay. I don't think it serves that purpose for most of us, but... If, However you enjoy them, I'm, I'm happy that I was able to provide that for you. Yeah, I enjoy the acting. You're a really good actor. Besides being a great performer, you know, you, you demonstrate so much versatility. I'm sorry. Tara, appreciate yes? your position. Okay, I'll say it again, Tara. I appreciate your your appreciation and the level you give it. I've just always found 
looking back at our films in retrospect to be funny. I find a great deal of humor in what we did and what we took so seriously at the time. Looking back on it, it's still good. I'm still proud of it, but it ain't all that serious. So I, I, get, I, I see a lot of humor. And whenever I see my old friends, I just can't stop laughing. We were a bunch of clowns. <laughs> Very entertaining. Good. I, I have one, I Great. guess, one other question, if I could just ask one thing. Sure, please. If I'm being bold. Oh, please be bold. Yes. Um, in Robin's Nest, uh, you play a hot dog vendor while you're undercover. <laughs> Okay. And uh, a girl comes up and wants a hot dog, and you oh. offer her an all-natural one. I was just wondering, I didn't see how you could really do that scene and be outside because you look so cold. Drugs. Okay. <laughs> drugs. No, it's all drugs. <laughs> let me try to give you an honest answer um, when it works it works Tara, you know when it works it just works us porn stars had this weird ability to do what we did I don't think we could always explain why sometimes in the ice cold of New York City we could get it up and sometimes in a beautiful, warm living room in Beverly Hills, we couldn't. I'm sure it had to do with the person we were with and the, the chemistry of the day, but uh, there was a bit of magic involved always, so I'm glad I got it up. It would have, it would have hit me. <laughs> All right, Tara, well, thanks. Thanks a lot, Tara. Now, Tara's from Canada, so it was nice for her to oh, wonder. call in. No wonder. <laughs> hey, Melissa Hill is with us, and she was one of the first people in the room, so let's uh, flip things over here. I'm getting a real high-pitched squeal on this. I don't know if it's if it's from Paul or who it's from. I get everybody else muted, so I don't know where it's coming from, but um, I thought it was our washer and dryer, but it's not. So, anyway, Melissa, go ahead. Hi. <laughs> um, Hi. Hi, I'm just so thrilled to uh, see you. Melissa, I don't have any questions. <laughs> Melissa, you are definitely one of my unrequited. Absolutely. You've been in uh, many of my dreams. Thank you for that. I don't know if you believe me, but I always thought you were best unrealized and You've provided me with a lot of pleasure over the years. It's, I just wanted to tell you that. I've had a crush on you for a long, long time. Long, long time. So, boom. <laughs> All right. Well, Melissa, we're so happy you stopped by. And, of course, one of these Sundays, it'll be your turn. Well, I, I would like to um, respond to to PT and, and say thank you and um, you can't tell because of the angel halo thing that's right here but I am blushing and I'm a bit teary eyed as well um, my heart is pounding 
Where do you where you moved away from you moved away from LA? Where do you live now? I don't live anywhere. I'm actually currently in in Las Vegas in a hotel room. So, um <laughs> I've, I've been pretty kind of like nomadic a little bit since the pandemic hit. I've been I've been in yeah. Vermont, Massachusetts, Wisconsin. Uh, I've been in Nevada the longest, but I'm going to be heading back to New Hampshire um, in a few weeks. All my stuff has been sitting there in storage since um, well, since I left LA, and then the pandemic hit, and um, I wasn't able to find a get a job or find a place to live. So, say la vie. That's what's happening. So that's why I'm just so thrilled to to see everyone today. And and I'm 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 sorry I didn't join in this sooner. This is actually very uplifting. So thank you, Patrick, for inviting inviting me. And PT, it's always a pleasure to see you and talk to you. And I still get hot under the collar. <laughs> but you are my director, so you know. I never, I was... I know, I know, and, and directors never played around with Starlet, so we couldn't do that. Well, not not with me, they didn't, so... No? That's not what I heard. Oh, shush, that's not true. Um, you were Little Red Riding Hood, weren't you? That's right, you were in Bad Wife. I was. You could... Yes! Be, you could... Yeah, you could really act, and you 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 never stumbled on your dialogue. Long, long sequences of dialogue you learned. The thing um, I have most difficult with, with difficulty with was smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I remember when we shot Bad Wives, um, you told me I was too much like Shirley Temple. <laughs> I walked around like Shirley Temple. And and we would do we would do take after take after take of me trying to look like a chain smoker because I didn't know how to hold a cigarette. So anyway, yep. <laughs> I don't realize how much I forgot. I I do these Zoom things occasionally, and I don't realize how much I've forgotten until people bring up things from my past that. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Long life, you get to forget a lot. Yeah, it's happening to me too. So. Well, you're <laughs> 25 years younger than me. I don't know. I don't know how old you are. I just turned 50. One. I'll 51. be 70. I'll be 72. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. It's, it's, well, I just want to say hello to Richard and Howie and of course Herschel. My other friends there, really, it's good to see you. You know, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know if other people I can. I don't know if people can hear me or not. Yes, I think yeah. we, we all suffer from a bit of not wanting to belong to any club that would have us as a member. So, especially <laughs> in this in this crazy business. But when I push through the the door, I'm I'm very happy to see y'all. Really am. Ditto. Same here. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> hey, let's hear from uh, Patrick. Is uh, with us with a he's uh, with a beach scene in the background. Patrick, how are we doing today? I'm good, Patrick. Thank you for inviting me. You bet, Mr. Thomas. It's an honor to be speaking to you. Uh, Patrick, understand. I want to say something to you before you say something to me. 
When you say it's an honor to meet me, I believe you and I appreciate it. When I, I've been retired for about eight years now, and I want to tell you, and I bet that other people on this Zoom call have experienced this. When you, when one leaves the adult community, and you're back out into the mainstream, and you have very little touch with the adult community anymore, um, I lose constantly. I lose the value of what we did. I know it wasn't bad. I never think that it was bad. I know we brought a lot of good stuff to people, but I really lose the, the, the full value of what we did because it's not echoed in normal, in, in, I hate the word normal. It's not echoed in mainstream circles much. I, I, so when I hear you say that, I appreciate it a lot. It makes me remember how cool we were. <laughs> <laughs> they were. And, you know, I will echo what Tara was saying. Um, I definitely uh, like your movies from an intellectual perspective. And you and Richard Pacheco and Eric Edwards were among the best actors in the industry. And that's what I really admire about your work. You were true actors. You were performers. And so was Herschel. And so watching your movies um, was, you know, watching you bring characters to life and i i think that that's something admirable that you should definitely be proud of and i think that's the reason why a lot of people are here today too do you relate to us more as actors than directors well i know you more from your um films as an actor than i do as a director although i have seen a couple of a few of your films as as a director but when I think of you, I think of you as a performer and an actor. And you were among the best actors of the golden age. Cool. It's been a long time. I haven't been in a film since, well, either as Richards, since 1985. Yeah. It's been a long time. Well, that shows you what kind of impact you've had, though, if you are still a household name. Where are you? Where, where am I speaking to you? I'm in San Francisco, California. Oh, have you heard of uh, Beach Blanket Babylon? I have, I have, and I, that was one question I wanted to ask you. When you performed in that, which characters did you play? Well, um, I was, it's hard to, I was the lead male. I, I was the only male that wasn't gay, and I'm not so sure about that anymore either quite frankly. But at the time, I was the only male that wasn't gay. So I was the uh, macho male. Okay. I was Elvis Presley. I was John Travolta. The, a lot of the characters changed. Sure. I was yeah. the Empire State Building. Uh, <laughs> Were you ever a dancing Christmas tree? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> a, tap dance, a tap dancing Christmas tree. Oh, you can tap. I can tap a little. <laughs> Not a lot. I can tap a little. It wasn't cast. He can sing a great deal. Yes, I saw you in Jesus Christ Superstar. That was a really amazing performance. I just got a royalty check from that, and right. I looked at, and I looked at it. It wasn't for much. It wasn't. It was. I was thinking, oh, Jesus, this is thirty, forty years ago. It's fifty years ago. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> fucking, and it's other things that we've done. It's 50 years ago. Yeah. It doesn't compute to me. It does not compute. Well, again, you know, you're, you're timeless. You are literally what we would call a legend, as, as are so many other people here in this room today. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Patrick. Great to have you here. Hey, uh, one of my most favorite movies of all time was The Nurses of the 407. And uh, the scene where you and John Martin uh, were in the room and you were reading John's mail to him and, and laid the piece of wallpaper on his back while he was uh, having sex was, was I, I rolled on the floor laughing. John is with us. John, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Hey, PT. Good to hey. see you. Hey, Jerry. Hey, well, Hi. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm fine. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. You know, my, my favorite two films that I acted with you in were The Nurses and, of course, Damiano's uh, uh, film Fantasy, which was uh, a great pleasure. I never had the opportunity to work with you as a director, but as an actor, you were always in the top, very, very top. It was you. It was John. There was Jamie, there was uh, Howie, and there was us, you know? It was a great, great, great time. But the greatest thing, and everybody that's on board didn't have the opportunity to experience it. But when we went to break, when we went to lunch, we went to dinner, if there was a piano on board, you sat down at the piano and you entertained us. You entertained us with great magic, great song, it was absolutely incredible. We all went back to the set with a damn smile on our face, and we did the job. Uh, how is the Nadine? Nadine is in Los Angeles. She um, is the owner of her own company, doing the publicity in Hollywood, and uh, doing quite well, having a difficult time uh, with this pandemic, as all of us are. But uh, she's hanging in. She's hanging in. I, I talk to her about every week. A, a friend of mine, uh, my best friend back then, and still friends with her, is Honey Wilder. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to stop. She wouldn't, I was about to, to say what she's doing now, which is very accomplished and very interesting. But she wants to remain not Honey Wilder, so I'm, I'm, I will stop. And, right. not, and not tell you what she's doing. I, I, I understand that. And Nadine is uh, the same. She's very, very protective. Very protective. But, uh, I remember your girlfriend, Nadine. She wouldn't stop talking. She, I'm, she talked so much, I had to kick her off the set. I remember a couple times. I just remember that she'd be back and she had a, a, a vibrant voice and she wouldn't stop talking. Has she stopped talking? Yeah, I know. No, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know, but I haven't seen her in, uh, oh, well, well, well over 15 years. And how long did you work for the railroad? I worked for the railroad uh, for approximately 15 years. 15 years. Okay. And uh, if anybody wants to know about uh, those days, uh, and it's pretty interesting, a lot of it. Uh, you can check out the Rialto report. Uh, I've got an interview on there, and I think you might enjoy it. I know a bunch of people in this meeting remember Blair. 
Yes, I remember Blair very well. Uh, he's been a very, very funny story. And I'll just make mention it very briefly. Is that the connection there was that he used to date Nadine. Okay. Back in the day, they met at, at an actualization workshop. He became a, uh, after a long addiction problem, he contacted me recently and he created a very successful life for himself working for the uh, Transit Authority of San Francisco right. for 25 years. Uh, he, uh, he recently retired and moved to uh, Florida. Mm -hmm. his, his father and I became very close. Uh, yeah, okay. He's good doing well. You. That's the main thing. He's doing good. Yeah, good guy. Yep, yeah, he sure was. He is. I shouldn't say was. He is. Right. Is. All right, well, thanks, John, for coming on. I know you uh, didn't know if you are going to be on today or not. I'm glad you got her figured out. I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad to be here, Pat. Thank you. Show up anytime. We're always here. Uh, Kathy Brown is with us. Kathy, how are we doing today? I'm doing well. Um, Philip, you knew me back in the yes, day. As, travel. As, yes, very good memory. <laughs> and I want to thank you. You gave me my first chance as a screenwriter uh, with the swap. And that was probably 1992. So that's what, 30 years ago almost? And we did about 25 movies together, the Passages series. And you just gave me so much freedom. And I really, I really appreciate that. Um, and, and you also used a lot of friends of mine who were great writers, I thought, like Neil Wexler and R.J. Marks. And um, my question to you is, uh, did you think that as um, a performer turned director, did you think that scripts were important? Because a lot of people don't. You know, a lot of people think it's just fucking and sucking and that's, that's all people care about. But you seem to care about much more than that. Oh, oh yeah. The, the story, your scripts, honest to God, they were excellent. They were spare. They were edited well. They had good resolutions. They were sexy. Your, your writing style is not terribly different to me than Penny's, actually. Mm -hmm. um, that's a, um, that's a compliment. Thank you. Because yeah. Penny so, is so, so, amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the butt of the joke. Uh, did you hear about the, 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 uh, the porno movie with a plot? <laughs> you know, I understand that. But my stories and my plots were always for the purpose. Everything in our films was for the purpose of giving the best orgasm possible. I just wanted you to go out to dinner with the girl and talk to her a bit before you fucked her mm -hmm. in my movies and get to know her. And hopefully the context, the context would, once the, the ultimate came and you had your orgasm, which was the purpose of the fucking movie, it was better because you knew the characters a bit. Uh, and, and yeah, your scripts lent themselves very well to that. How was Jerry Butler? He, un unfortunately, he dead. well, He's yeah, dead. <laughs> he passed away a couple of years ago of pancreatic cancer, but oh, yeah. he was, he was all right. I mean, he was driving a school bus for a specialist right. kids and he loved it. I mean, I have this image. Could you imagine getting in a school bus and in the front is Jerry Butler's the driver and you're driving along and he turns around and goes, Hello! 
Yeah. He was crazy. Uh, he was the craziest of anyone. He was. He was. I, and a lot of the parents still recognized him. I mean, like 20, 25 years later. And, you know, he was just still a bull. He was working out in the gym. Right. He, he was carry he, he would carry kids upstairs in their wheelchairs. You know, yeah. nobody was there. And so he was, he's just. I loved him. He was crazy. He was like the crazy brother who just drove you nuts, but you just loved him anyway. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> and I, I just, you know, you, you put him in a lot of the films I wrote, like The Swap, which was basically it was a porn movie about infertility. And, and yet you made it work. It was sensitive, but I think it was really hot. And so I thank you for what you did for me. Uh, we did about 25 films together, but I ended up doing probably a couple, maybe a hundred or so in the industry, but you trusted me and you gave me a chance. So I thank you. I, do, I, do, I don't remember everything, but I do remember my favorite script of yours and one of my favorite scripts, period. It was based on a movie. Who was the director? He, he did Carnal Knowledge. What was his name? Who's the director did Colonel Knowledge? Mike Nichols. Mike Nichols. I think it was Mike Nichols' last film. It was about four people. Oh, I can't remember. Um, was it Closer? Closer. It might have. Oh. Wow. Yes. Very good. Kathy, did, you did a version of that for me. Yes, I did. That was excellent. Thank you. It was called Blue Movie, I think. Anyways, it was excellent. I know that a lot of the work we did just went past and over and under people's heads. And they, oh, was there a script, really? I didn't know. Uh, that's what made it fun for me. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Are you still writing? I am, but not in the adult. You know, there are no scripts anymore. So no. I'm writing novels. I have like five novels out. I'm working on my sixth. And um, I'm, I'm doing editing and stuff for people selectively. I'm kind of retired, semi-retired. I, uh, I should have called you. It was about nine years ago. Um, I, was, I was Jenna Jameson and I were given contracts by, uh, my, my brain is going, Judith Reagan oh. uh, for, for, to write our biographies. And uh, Jenna hired a, a man named Neil Strauss, mm -hmm. paid him extra, and he wrote a bestseller. I'm so fucking cheap, I gave some hack writer nothing to help me write it. It didn't get done, and I had to end up giving the money back. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Kathy, thanks for stopping by. It's always great hey. to have you here, and <coughs> kind of can tell a backstory now and then as well, too. So Steve's got his cat with him tonight. So, Steve, let's check in with you and see what's going on in your neck of the woods. Steve? Hey, everybody. Hey, Patrick. Uh, Paul, good to uh, meet you. I'm glad you took the time out to, uh, to join us. Um, I just wanted to know... Why did you decide to transition uh, more, you know, towards uh, directing? Uh, was that what you'd wanted to do for a while, or just the opportunity arose to be able to make that uh, transition? I was 35 years old. Um, it's 
it's hard work being a porn actor. I mean, it's mentally, mentally, spiritually, it takes up a huge part of your psyche to devote your sexuality to being on screen. I really wasn't, the, the decision wasn't close. I mean, I made 30 times the money. It was far more, it was more fun. It was time. It wasn't a difficult decision. I did it. I was first the producer for Ron Sullivan, for Henri Bouchard, a company. And, and uh, the opportunity was there for me and, and I took it. I don't know who, who's still on or listening, but one of the most important Next Beg your pardon? Uh, go ahead, Paul. Do you remember the scene in Boogie Nights when, the, I forgot the older actor's name, he, he comes into a meeting and he wants to turn films, these films that Burt Reynolds are doing, into little videos of Neighbors Next Door. It's yeah. the, and the time when film went to video. Well, that was like the, in 1987, I went to Playboy and I, I recognized that video was going, film was turning to video and the productions were getting much, much cheaper. And I thought that Playboy would want to maintain the quality of their product. So in 87, I went to, to Playboy with this proposition, look at, I will continue to shoot in film and give you good scripts every month if you subsidize me and they did and that turned into a believe it or not a 30 year contract with vivid and playboy it was all based on their subsidizing video to be on film it turned into other things and that absolutely put me way way ahead of the game there so that for many years I won Best Film, and I won it honestly because I made good stuff. But but the last few years, I kept winning Best Film, and I won because no one else was doing film. I was the only film. So I won. They were all right, but <laughs> I had no competition, literally. All right. <laughs> uh, that, that's, and that, I don't think – when Boogie Nights was done, because my name is Paul Thomas – people couldn't believe that Paul Thomas Anderson wasn't Paul Thomas. I would get calls from my partners at Playboy, pissed at me, angry. How come you didn't include us in this? And eventually I just started telling people I did it. <laughs> yeah, I did. yeah, I did. It was great. Did you like it? I it. You were good. <laughs> yeah. I was good, but not as good as Paul Thomas Anderson. He's a genius. But I took I took credit for that film over and over. I, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only porn star who was asked, "Was Dirk Diggler based on you?" And I said, "Yeah, it wasn't." All right, Steve. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I remember the line in that movie. The guy says, "I like lollipops in my mouth and butter on my ass." Well, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. That actor, that actor was, he was in a few of Paul Thomas Anderson's movies. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Rick has his hand up, so let's go over and uh, see what Rick's got. Hey, Rick's uh, not calling in by phone, but he doesn't have video, so let's see about unmuting Rick here and see if we can get to Rick. Rick, how you doing? Good. How are you guys all doing? Good. Hey, Paul. 
Hi, Rick. Question for Paul? Yeah, hang on a second here. I got a cat on my lap here. Everybody hey, uh, take that pussy off your lap. <laughs> Paul, what, what movie would you like to remake now in the, oh, what do I want to say, the 2020s with all the technology that we None. have now? Zero. Zero? Nothing. I'm gonna I'm gonna recall another scene from a film to explain my position to you, Rick. Did you see Clockwork Orange? Uh, no. I'm sure many of you out there have seen Clockwork Orange. Yeah. There's a scene in there in which Malcolm McDowell, because he has a problem with violence, yeah. he's put in front of the screen. His eyes are pinned open, and he's forced to watch violent movies for so long that by the time he's done, supposedly. He's done with violence. <laughs> That's the way I feel about X-rated movies. I, I appreciate the beauty that they had, but I couldn't do another one if I was paid. <laughs> I, 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 I've had it. I just had it. I, I can watch them. Mm -hmm. I can wank to them. Thank you very much. But I couldn't... That whole world is something that... Which is... What I said earlier, you know, I have reluctance to come onto these Zoom meetings because of that very fact that it was so much a part of me for so long. I'm reluctant to open it up again. But when I do, I find I, I'm just, I'm creating fears where I needn't have any. But in answer to your original question, which movie would I like to do with today? None. Okay. None, really. You do them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, thanks, Rick, for, thanks, Rick, for stopping by. It's always great to great to hear from you, Rick. Thank you very much. Hey, next week uh, we have Kay Parker coming in. So uh, if you've enjoyed this with uh, Paul, next week you're going to enjoy it with Kay. So Kay Parker coming in next week, and she's going to be a lot of fun. Let's uh, chit chat with uh, Casey. Casey always comes in and keeps us honest. Casey, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here, um, Paul. I really appreciate you. Um, I, yeah, because I know you'd mentioned that you weren't a big as big Zoom fan, so it means a lot that you're here. Um, um, my question, my well, I have a few questions, but I'll I'll keep it to one. Um, I, I wondered what you remembered about working with Renee Bond on um, oh, "Do You Want to Be Loved." Oh my God, that was what did my that was like 1975. Yeah, it was. I think yeah, so it was between 75 77. Yeah, I remember, and I remember, where, I, I do remember that, because Renee Bond, I was a fan, she was, had been in its, in its I bet, uh, I bet Rob, Eric, really remembers Renee Bond, she was, because he precedes me, she was uh, uh, an X-rated star, from, like from 1968 on, something like that, and I was a fan, I had a crush on her, so. Where is um, the picture? I remember where we did it, and I'm sure it was wonderful, you know. It was great. <laughs> Do you remember who directed that movie by any chance? I know it was a long yeah, time ago, but yeah. for, for some reason I do, and I don't remember a lot of things. I do. He wasn't an X-rated. Yes, I do. I do. You know who directed that movie? I no. think Jess Pearson. Oh, Jesse Pearson, who did Legend of Lady Blue. He did two movies. He did that, and he did the one because that's how I knew him. He did the Legend. But do you know what else he did? Um, Besides the Legend of Lady Blue, well, you know he what? Bye, bye, Birdie. Did? 
He was Conrad Birdie and Bye yeah, Bye Birdie. Yeah, he was Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. And he was very good friends with Michael Zen, too, yeah. who was another vivid uh, connection. Mike, yeah, Michael Zen was the best editor in the business. He took crap that I shot and made great movies out of it. it was, <laughs> it was and he directed you in Reflections, too, um, with Annette That's Haven. Right. And yeah, another one I like. And Christine, yeah. Christine Heller. Christine Heller, you know, she was my, I lived with her for four years. Kathleen yeah. Coffin, Christine, she's dead, you know that? Yes, I do. I love her, though, yeah. You know, she, uh, she, I, there's, a, there's a restaurant in Topanga Canyon. You know what that is? Yes. Mm -hmm. Where are you right now? I'm in Queens, in New York. Okay. Oh. I, there's a, there's a, a restaurant in Topanga, very new age, very rainbows and unicorns. I went to shoot a movie there a hundred years ago and uh, her name, anyway, it is owned by a group called the Elizabeth Clare Prophet Spiritual Organization. I am that I am that I am Popeye the Sailor Man. Mm -hmm. uh, and Kathy left me, Christian Heller, to join um, that group and then she committed suicide. Right. <sighs> She was in she was in Babyface. Yes, yeah, a few Spinelli movies too. Yeah, she she worked for everybody. Yeah, and I think you didn't you and you wrote a, a movie based on her life too, I believe, didn't you? Did you make a? I think there was a video you made that was based on her life. No, a film. Oh, oh as a film. Yeah, because yeah. I I know I I'm not as a director. Absolutely. Your name is always synonymous with film, but. I didn't know if you did video or not, if it was always film. They did a few videos, yeah, but this happened to be a film. Absolutely. Okay. I don't remember the name, but I do remember it was Kobe Ty was in there. Mm -hmm. She wasn't the lead. I don't remember who the lead was. Yeah. David Stanley wrote that. Who lives in Iowa? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you know David Stanley? Yes. Oh, oh I know. Huh? Do you know that name sounds That name sounds familiar. David Stanley wrote a bunch of my movies way ahead of his time. A really good director. He could have been good at anything. Very talented. He moved back to uh, Des Moines. Everything's at least 25 years ago now. But yeah, wow. I forgot wow. the name of the movie. But... Mm. Well, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I know everyone else has a lot of other questions. But sure. thank you so much. I adore your work as an actor and a director and as a singer and composer. Um, because you did the song for Fantasy World that I love as well. So, you remember the name of the my mind? Do you remember the name of the girl I sang it to? Uh, I remember if it was if Wishes Were Horses. That's that, that was the name of the that was the name of the movie. I got it right here. Yes, I could play if Wishes Were Horses, and uh, it was a blonde girl with sh beautiful eyes and short hair. And she comes to Lorian Dominique, maybe, yes. She committed, uh, yeah. Yeah. she committed yeah. suicide. She committed suicide. They all committed suicide if they work for me. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, thank you so much, PT. I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, Casey. Thanks for, for joining in. Uh, Eric Edwards had his hand up. Uh, I'll, Eric, I'm going to be committing suicide. To <laughs> Hello? Eric, what's Hello. going on? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'm PT. 
Yeah. Hi, Eric. How you doing? Hi. Been a long time. Yeah. Good, good to see you. You're looking great. I'm, I'm envious of your hair. I wish I could grow um, mine. <laughs> Propecia. Hey, listen. Uh, yeah. I had, I had one comment to you. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're rubbing our balls. Rob, Rob, let me say something to you first, okay? Okay, okay. I will. Okay. And I'm so glad you're talking to me. This was seven, eight, ten years ago, at least. I was due to be inducted into the Hustler Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. and, uh, this, and I got a call saying, look, at, we don't know if Rob's going to last another year. He has cancer. Um, would you mind if he took your place? And I said, okay, but he better not be here next year. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was quite an experience to tell you the truth. Uh, uh, I'm sure. I had cancer, Seven too. years of chemo Five years after that. Yes. Me, too. Yeah. But it yeah. was great. But anyway, Everyone who had cancer, raise your hand. God bless you. <laughs> we survived. We survived. Yep. Yep. Beat it. Uh, PT, I got a question. Uh, yes. It's actually kind of a comment uh, to you. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but... Uh, you you never really thanked me for uh, uh, healing your broken neck. You remember that when you had a, a neck brace on in a movie? <laughs> no, no, I don't. You don't. Okay, I, I don't. My girlfriend and I make love to heal people, and the little magical uh, mystery light goes across the room and comes over your head and heals you, and you tear off the neck brace. That's back then. I don't remember it, Rob. Okay. That's I do remember right. you and I in a boat with Tracy Adams uh, in a film. Oh, you, that was my production. That was your production. Yes. You Failing were. into ecstasy. Yeah. yeah I do remember. Sorry about that. You got seasick, maybe? <laughs> no, no. That was before, that was when Tracy Adams was gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah. My my uh, cameraman got seasick, and, and uh, I had a masturbation scene of her on the front of the deck, on the foredeck. And uh, I asked him, because he was just going over the side, and I said, look, give me the camera. Tell me what button to push. I had never shot at anything before like that. And, uh, you know, it was a big Ikigami. You know how big those cameras were. And uh, so I, I just said, heck with it. And I went up and actually tied myself to the mast and shot that masturbation <laughs> scene myself. Uh, and it turned out gorgeous. I do, I do, I do actually remember you. Yes, I kind of remember. All right, I, but the, the one I wasn't talking about was a, a Hal Freeman production. But I had an X Factor. X Factor. That where you had a broken. Yeah. Yeah, Hal Freeman. What an asshole. He could be sometimes. I, I remember I, Hal Freeman. Herschel had a sex scene. Herschel had a sex scene. It's my show. Come on. Herschel had a sex scene, I think in X Factor, and he was having a little bit of, took a little bit of time, 
and how freedom, <laughs> you could get it. How freedom came up. It's a polite way to say it, PT. What? It's a polite way to say it. <laughs> yeah, Herschel, Hal Freeman came up right next to him, right buddy up next to Herschel, and put his watch in Herschel's face and said, look at that. You see that? You have that. So like, you have until the hand gets to there, and you're done. Yelling like, like Hal could do it. <laughs> Strange. I think he pulled it Hal off. Was, Hal was always a great guy with, with me for some reason. In fact, he called me in. Uh, to his uh, uh, office, and uh, he allowed me to choose um, the actress for my lead, or his lead, mm. and uh, I picked Pamela Mann, that girl with the gorgeous boobies. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> fantastic. Um, but anyway, the, the, I found it to be rather corny, the whole concept of making love and having this little flickering light go across the room and heal people. You know, I, in fact, they even brought her back from death, I think, in the end of the movie. <laughs> Hal, Hal Freeman had a very significant part in my life in that I was, I was busted in San Francisco um, in like the early 80s, I think it was, or the mid 80s. And they put Patty Tessel and I in jail. I was the director and the producer. This was during when they were trying to put us all out of business. And I was facing, this is a local California bust. I was facing three years in prison. And then Hal Freeman took this, he had the exact same case. He took it to the Supreme Court yes. and he won. Yeah. And that's what turned us all around. And we had, didn't have to run around and hide anymore. And it was, was him fighting that was significant. Yeah. So he's not an he's. We're all assholes sometimes. He wasn't always an asshole. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. Hey, we have, uh, I'm going to unmute Kelly Richards by telephone. Kelly, how are we doing today? Let's uh, get you unmuted. And we'll hit the unmute button there. She was calling. She didn't want to be late to the party, but she's kind of late to the party. Kelly, are you there? I, hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, honey. Hi. Hi. Billy. Kelly. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I don't see a picture. No, she's on the telephone. I know. I don't know how to do it, Billy. It's Kelly Richards. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> Hi. I'm on my phone, baby. I wasn't going to miss this. I miss you so much. Kelly, did you have another name? No, what do you mean you have another name? We did Debbie Does Dishes with Nina Hartley. I talked to you when you were in Scotland. It's Kelly Richard. Hi. Oh, my God, Patrick, show him a picture of me. I don't I mean to be behind. I don't oh mean to be rude. I'm sure if I saw you, Kelly, I'm sure if I saw you, Hi, how are you? I missed you. Hello. <laughs> now you know who I am? Did he yes, have to show you a picture of my arm? <laughs> yes. Uh, I could. Um, he had no idea. He no, had no idea. I can't believe it. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi, Kelly. Does he know who I am now? 
Hi, everybody. Hello. 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 How are you? Hello. Billy, where are you? I need you. <laughs> Billy's in San Diego. I'm in Santa Monica. Oh, you are? Well, then I'm coming to see both of you because I, I need to get out of Texas for a minute. No, I'm actually on my way to Ohio this week. I'm in Ohio. Well, from one Republican state to another. Good luck. <laughs> Where's Patrick? Where's I am. Patrick? I'm right here. Anything you need to ask? Uh, oh, I want to ask Billy D when he's going to do a movie with me. Oh, Billy didn't make it this week. We're with Paul Thomas. Sorry. Oh, I no, that's why he didn't know me. I'm calling out to Billy. I thought <laughs> I was talking about... <laughs> Look, I'm sorry Billy. about that. <laughs> Billy, Billy, you had to cancel. <laughs> I can be Billy. Now I feel, now I feel like a big hero. <laughs> we all can be Billy. <laughs> yeah. Well. Now, no, no, no. What did he, okay, but, so who's this man? Does he want to make a movie with me? <laughs> I don't want to make a movie with anybody. No. Nobody. I, 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 <laughs> go to the movies with it. Um, sorry about all that. All right, well, no. I'm... I will let you all get back to your discussion, right. and I'm so sorry. How embarrassing! Oh, if you're on I your know. way to if you're on your way to Ohio, swing by Iowa. We'll 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 see you sometime. I'll see you soon. Okay, I love you. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Right. Well, how about that? Okay, <laughs> let's go over to Chris. Great. PT. 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 Yes. Hello. You remember me, You kill me. Oh, you! Yeah, you. Yeah, you were one of uh, John Leslie's uh, repertoire yeah. players. But I worked for you one time at uh, Chuck Vincent's studio. Uh, I had a blowjob and I had to die. You make me die. I don't remember <laughs> the name of the movie, but we did a great movie together. It's uh, Taboo American Style. Right, right. A two-week and, long uh, shoot. Yes, and we had a great time playing football, and uh, that, yes. house was, that house was fantastic. It was a great yeah. place. It, it's nice to see you. You, you look great. Nice, it's nice to yes. see you. I do, I do remember. I do remember you, and uh, those were, those were very very fun memories. Yes, typical American style. I, I would tell a joke now, but I'm not so sure it would be received well, so I won't tell it. <laughs> I won't Did you see it. Joe Silvera sometime? Beg your pardon? Did you see Joey Silvera sometime? I no, I don't. He lives in Florida, <coughs> I think. Uh, ah, okay. With a, he, with, had a with great a, time with him too. You know. Yeah. Him. He was. Well, wait, good, good memories. Good memories. And, yeah, and uh, was, I wouldn't have a movie now, but uh, in those days, it was fun. And that was Ron Sullivan directed that. Yes. Gloria Leonard and um, Vicky Vickers. Yes, and uh, Raven. Raven, yeah, and that was yeah. we had a 14-day shoot. Yep. You know that? Uh, 14, wow. 15 days. We had, a, we had a script. We had a script. Boy, it was a four-part movie. Yep. Yeah, I, I won best. Those were the old days, PT. Those were the old days. <laughs> well, I, I up in in 2010, I was shooting eight-day films. Yeah. That's because I, I never stopped these six, seven, eight, nine-day films. And it was strictly because of my, my contract with Playboy. And, and long after 
the, the, the industry supported. Uh, my films are $100,000, $150,000 all the way through the 2000s. And long after the industry was supporting my films, they were not making money at the end for anyone. Um, <laughs> way after, you know, they were they had become too expensive and a bit of a dinosaur, I expected them to stop, tell me to stop any second, but um, they didn't. That's good. That's fun. Oh, I have one question for you from uh, from Australia, a fan of yours in Australia, uh, Joey Paulato. He asked me, if I can, because he's working, which was your first ladies that you worked with? It was um, Artie Mitchell's wife. Okay, good. That's it. I in a movie called C gonna see C the recording of this, so... That's nice. CB Mamas. Okay. Okay. Good to see you. And uh, stay healthy. We talk about. Well, he's talking about, about Joey Parlato. You know, he's he's here every week. Yeah. He's he's from Australia. Yeah. Yes. So, it worked this week. So, okay. Thanks, Jose. Hey, Chris is with us. And Chris has had his hand up. Let's unmute Chris and uh, got a quick question for Paul. So, Chris. <laughs> Take it away. Uh, Mr. Thomas, uh, what an honor to have you on. I was a big fan for many, many, many years. Uh, I just got off the plane from uh, Palm Beach. So from LaGuardia Airport, so I'm calling you from New York City. So what an honor. Uh, thank you for, for having me on. Um, and hello to Rob. Uh, Rob and I are good friends on, uh, on Facebook. So Rob, how are you doing, my friend? Um, good. All right, buddy. Yeah, we've been, we've been good friends I for a while. I got your message. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, so, PT, um, two two of my favorite films that you were in. Maybe you could you could talk about it. And maybe bring up some memories of it. Um, Ecstasy Girls. Mm. Uh, with um, you did a, a great scene with Leslie Bouvier and uh, Scent of Heather. Uh, which I believe was with Veronica Hart. Two great, great films, and you, you did a lot. You had a lot of scenes in Scent of Heather, uh, but we'll just maybe you could talk a little bit about the Ecstasy Girls. I, I believe most of that was filmed in New York City. No, Ecstasy Girls was um, Gary Graver's Robert McCullough is his name. He was recent. He was the main director for. Um, help me, guys. Orson Welles. Ted Paramore. Thank you. Oh. Orson Welles, the last couple decades of Orson Welles' career, uh, he did a lot of movies with many of us. It, the Ecstasy Girls was uh, in, all done in California, in San Francisco. Oh, okay. John Leslie and Jamie Gillis. Um, yeah, great film. And Leslie Bouvet. Wow. There's never been a, a more a hotter girl <laughs> Ever than Leslie Bouvet. She just was smoking. Amazing. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, Rob? Yeah, I did. Leslie Bouvet was married to one of my main writers, Carl Esser, wasn't she? Uh, I don't yeah, remember they, that, but uh, I do remember her boyfriend. Oh, what was his name? Carl Esser. Carl Esser. He was the editor of Adam Film World. Okay. 
okay. along with Jared Ritter. And he was married to Leslie Bouvet for a long, I don't know how long, but. I'm... Okay. All right. Um, okay, Chris, thanks a lot for, for coming on tonight. Really, uh, really appreciate that. Let's swing things over to Aaron from Florida. Aaron, how are we doing tonight? Hi, good. Thanks, Patrick. Appreciate it. I just got to say this is overwhelmingly awesome seeing my uh, teenage years to my 20s in this room with so many legend legendary talents, Penny Antine, Melissa Hill, Mickey Lynn, Eric Edwards, Richard Pachenko, and Herschel, and Eric Monty, and Sean, and Kathy, just to, everybody to see Paul Thomas. And I, too, am overwhelmed to see Paul Thomas. I, too, feel that you are legendary in the golden age of porn. I appreciate you uh, signing for me a couple of times through Patrick. So thank you so much for that, uh, being able to add your signatures to my collection. I've just been sitting hey, the moment and enjoying the stories and just enjoying your career and everything that you've done. So personally, I just want to say thank you very much for being here. This is one of the few times I actually don't have a question because I'm just in awe of sitting in the same Zoom session with Paul Thomas. So I'd like to uh, refer most of my, the rest of my time, if I could, um, over to Mickey Lynn, because I do know that you both work together on a few projects and probably have a couple of interesting stories. So I'll, uh, I'll let you take it from there. But Paul, thank you so much for showing up tonight. Uh, this has been huge. Thank you. you. You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, Mickey's here. Mickey, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. I'm here. I made it. I didn't leave the ice flat. <laughs> Question for Paul? Hey, PT. How you doing? I don't know if you remember me from the 90s. Um, I was with uh, Jim South, and I don't remember. I think we shot together. I'm not sure because uh, my old age is getting to me. You don't look very old. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was going through all my credits and my movies, and I couldn't remember which ones that we we um, we worked together on. But it's such a pleasure to see you and see you're doing very well, and it's great to see everybody on here. Hey, Mickey. Yes. You're one of the Lynn sisters, huh? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I was, um, but see here. When I was in the business, I only was out there for like three months at a time. So I would go back to New Jersey and go back out and come back. So I wasn't in it full, full time. I was like come and go from the east to the west. Okay. So I did shoot with Vivid a lot, BCA, Wicked Pictures, Ron Sullivan. <coughs> I, I did shoot with a lot of them. Mickey, if I could just interrupt for a second. Uh, you did work with Paul Thomas on Debbie Does Dallas 99. He actually directed you in that film. Oh, see that? I totally forgot about it. <laughs> see that? I... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but at least, at least I'm not calling, you know, I mean, it's been a pleasure to see. The you. scene with Mr. Marcus was just epic. I just love that scene. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember that scene. I actually uh, put that, I was watching it the other day because I was converting it to DVD because I don't have DVDs. So I was putting it on there and I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Um, Patrick, 
Yes. I have, before I sign off, because I've already outdone myself, I yes, would like sir. to say, and this is what I would like to say. It comes to me very strongly what I, I uh, what a, uh, when you leave, X-rated movies are not like some other things. I sort of equate it to being, I feel like Tony Soprano, quite frankly, in that I was really, really good in this rather strange industry, frankly. And now that it's 10 years in the past for me and more years in the past for many of my friends here, it disappears. It's not like if I was a mainstream star, I yeah. would run into people all the time and there would be more of a community and more. That's one of the things I regret, quite frankly, is that because the business has changed so much that uh, there's no community except for this, things like this. There's very little community. Um, we are called upon to create a new world for ourselves. And it's easy. It's I have to be careful not to vilify what I used to do because the world, it's not like I live in this super conservative world, but the world doesn't accept what we did the way that this group does. It's not like everyone's walking around, you know, putting us down, but it's not really always polite table conversation to talk about how many anal scenes you had in bad wives or <laughs> but we can do all that stuff. It's wonderful. We can talk about it, but um, it's wonderful for me to connect with y'all and to remember. And when I get done with the zoom, I'm going to go to a lot of people in my life and who have been uh, denying my expression of whom I used to be and tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. That's right. Can I get a quick question before Paul gets off? You bet, Sean. Hi, Paul. Hi. I recognize you. I know you. Uh, well, I was a mainstream actor, but I didn't do as much work as you. I did some soap, but I, I worked in our business for about four years, but we never worked together. It was the East Coast. Okay. But I, before you go, I've been sitting here thinking about this, and I'm trying to really get a core inside me. I worked in this business, and, and I would never vilify it. I, I love doing it. I love Thank you. By the way, I'm going to just say one thing. You, are, you do count. You are somebody. You're, 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 you count. But I did four years and left. And when you and and I used to joke that I left because they went from film to video, but part of the truth was because at that time I was conflicted because I had a little niece and I had this and I didn't know if I wanted to be seen and I was also doing mainstream work and I thought that was it. So it's really important for as much as I love this and I'm so grateful to Patrick for putting us together. Uh, and by the way, if I see Herschel and, and, and Richard, and you and me, there's six more Jews. We got a minion. I was thinking of that, too, but that's a whole other story. But, <laughs> but Eric's, well, Eric's Jewish. Uh, Eric, yeah, you are? Yeah, no, he doesn't look it, but he is. Yeah, he doesn't look it. He's like, why is the day is long? Oh, he had a nose job. He had a nose job. Jews and foreign, who knew? But 
I just want you to know the two seconds, because we'll probably never talk again. And I want you to know that you counted because I was the young guy that switched and went back to Strasburg and did all that stuff. If I had a question for you, if we had the time, maybe you'll zoom some other time or look me on Facebook. I no, I'd love, to, I'd love to answer your question. I'd I, I would like to know when you were in uh, Hair and, and Jesus Christ Superstar and all that. I saw Jesus Christ Superstar. I remember your scene. Uh, I was wondering, because you were there. I got into this business that I like because it was a small, big kid and a small fish. I could act. Ron Sullivan directed me a lot and Chuck Finson and those guys in the movies I did. But you were there. I was wondering why you, what, I never knew why you made that turn to go, to go full tilt boogie. And boy, did you be superstar in it. You, John Leslie, Richard, Eric, you guys did it. But I was wondering, you were right there. And I was wondering what made you make that turn. Thanks for the time. And I'll listen to the answer. And you I'd like I'd like to answer that question because others of us, Richard, Eric, has had the choice. Yeah. Lack of lack of, lack of uh, dedication, lack of uh, discipline, wanting the uh, immediate gratification that was offered to me. Uh, that I was signed by the William Morris Agency after Superstar and flown to Los Angeles and on my way to be a, a mainstream actor. And my girlfriend, my girlfriend got a job in Mill Valley running the first waterbed store. And I moved up with her there during the hiatus just for a couple months. And I loved it and I wanted to stay. And I made the cast of show that others here have heard of called Beach Blanket Babylon, which turned out to be the longest running musical in San Francisco history. And I was there. So what was going on in San Francisco? It's a big time during those days. X-rated movies. I got to know the Mitchell brothers and did the autobiography of a flea. And that was going to be my first and only film. But I loved it. It all yeah. just felt, it felt so right. And there was a community there that yeah. I understood. Um, I never fit into the mainstream in anything. And I felt comfortable with all of these weirdos and rejects and perverts i i no offense <laughs> i get it uh, and during the you know the, richard was right there too you know it, it was all happening in san francisco it was called uh, reality by agreement we had so much reinforcement but in the basic truth is that to be a mainstream actor you need so much dedication and discipline yeah. and there's so much sacrifice. I don't think those of us, we didn't become porno stars to sacrifice. We I, did. I, I, it was, thank it was, you. It was good and it was easy. And it turned out to be a lot more than that. A lot more than that. You know, I even got to be a freedom fighter, fighting for freedom of the press. I went to jail three times in fighting against uh, the Mies Commission uh, that were trying to put us out of business. So it took on a much greater purpose than just a bunch of fuck films for me, much greater. But... Um, and you kept it that way with the contract and the way you did in the, in the scripts has it's been going on. You kept it that way. You kept yeah, it above yeah. board. And that's why it's tough today to look at certain things. I, I, I'm with you. A lot of respect for you, man. A lot of respect. But that joke about the the X-rated movie with the plot—that's uh, <laughs> a rare thing. Right? I'm the answer. Huh? Richard, Richard, and Eric might be right after me there, but I'm the answer there. 
Yeah, you are. Can I, uh, Patrick, could I say thank you and goodbye to everyone? Please. Yeah, we, we want to get Melissa in for one last question. And uh, oh, absolutely. We'd be glad to do that. And, and sure, uh, absolutely. I know you've given us okay. way more time than we talked about. I really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Am I on? Yeah. It's yeah. Me. Okay. Hi. Hi. Melissa again. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, now I'm flustered again. Um, I want to say thank you for doing this. I, I'm, I think like you, I don't, uh, I don't really engage in, in this stuff very often because I feel like I don't really have anything to contribute. But listening to everyone um, ask you these questions and give you accolades, I felt like I felt compelled. I, you know, I want you to know also how, how wonderful it was for me also working with you or for you in your uh as as an actress in the movies you directed um i feel like i did miss out not being able to work with you <laughs> um you know well, so maybe that, that'll be maybe, my yeah but maybe i'd come back to the business for that <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, seriously you look so cute oh you're like are oh, you 50 are you 50 you. Are you forty yes, or fifty? Yes, I, I have a lot. I have a lot of pandemic cushioning under here, though. I, I have to admit. Okay. <laughs> Thank goodness for the ring light. <laughs> um, but um, you always made me feel really special and beautiful and uh, appreciated and um, accepted and talented when I was working on the, the projects with you. Um, and I'm tearing up right now saying this, but I just really, really did want want you to know that 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 knowing you and and working for you uh, was really a highlight of my life. <laughs> I know that, that to you that probably just sounds so ridiculous, but it really was. And I just want you to know that from the bottom of my heart that it really you. did mean a lot. And and you. I feel. I feel so special and honored to have spent as much time with you as I did in as many movies that, that you hired me for. So thank you for that. I just really want to say it. You're welcome. And I, just one thing. I, I think you still owe me for a few coiludes I gave you. No, you never gave me any. What are you talking about? <laughs> Your big thing was, Melissa, can I touch your butt? And I'd say, no, that was it. That was as much. <laughs> I was straight and narrow. What are you talking about? But, um, and Nikki Lynn, I will never forget you. You rescue Beliscu. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else here remembers that, but I will oh, that never like forget the, that. That was the ABN show. <laughs> right, rescue Beliscu. So, oh my God, the PT didn't <laughs> if PT needed a a, brain, a a trigger to remember who you were, maybe he remembers that. Uh, <laughs> I, remember, I remember Nikki. I remember. <laughs> he does. He does. It's so good yeah. to see him, and I'm so honored to see him. To see him, you know, well and 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 here. So. All right, we are round one thing off with Robert because he's been waiting the whole time. Robert, real quick question for PT. Okay. Hi, PT. Uh, I'm a really big fan of yours from, um, from up here in Canada. Uh, both of your work as a director and actor. Um, they, have sex, they have sex in Canada? Uh, surprisingly <laughs> enough, they do. I mean, it's so cold up here. What else are we going to do?
But uh, I recently revisited the 1987 uh, Gerard Damiano title, uh, Lessons in Lust. There you are, operating a nice big uh, beta cam. And uh, uh, your role in the movie was you played an acting coach. And I can imagine that this uh, role was extremely natural for you. So my question is, uh, is there a specific movie from your extensive X-rated filmography that you can reflect on as your most accomplished and proud work as an actor? Um, no. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I, the, the bigger stuff I've done... The bigger stuff that I've done, like Virginia and Taboo, the stuff that I that I won my awards for, I've gone back and looked, and frankly, I think I overacted the shit out of it. So I'm not, I didn't, I was overacting. I did some smaller stuff. I remember a man named Ed DeRue. So was that a name? Ed, I think Ed DeRue. So yeah, I, there was some yeah. smaller stuff that I did in San Francisco for Charles Webb. I know who Richard knows. That was much more improvisational, sort of um, more just sort of Dada-esque, uh, Dada-esque porn. You know, that was excellent. It was in the moment and really different. The mainstream mainstream porn that I did that I guess I was known for, I look back, go back and look at it once in a while. It, it's kind of like Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> But this specific role well, here yeah, is an acting coach. I felt everything you were saying in this movie was coming straight from the heart. And I'm well, even surprised yeah, the script. It was you. Well, no, it was actually Damiano. I mean, what, he was an acting coach. I remember a little bit about that. It was Damiano, and that was his, he really was a, a understood acting. He really understood the moment, Damiano. He understood how to capture the spontaneity of the moment. And he talked to me a little bit about that before I did it. So, uh, oh, very cool. But um, people liked it. Great, great. You, if you're a real fan of this stuff, if you, there's stuff that Richard and Eric and Herschel and I have done that's not so well known at all. That's we've done some really cool work in because it's yeah. it's sort of more independent, <laughs> more spontaneous, more real. Yeah. Well, I'm a huge fan of all your work, so and it's a it's an endless quest uh, tracking down everything you've done. But it's something I'll do forever. I never understood how anybody sat down and watched a whole X-rated movie from beginning to end and said it was good because if it was good, you're not supposed to be able to watch it from beginning to end. <laughs> well, hey, it's art. It's something that evokes emotions. Enjoyable to you watch. Know. You know, if you watch him from beginning to end, I think we sort of failed. <laughs> well, Robert, well I love it, though. Thank you so much for all the brilliant work that you've done over the years. You, thank you. Thank you. And, Robert, we're here next week, too, so stop by. We have uh, Kate Parker is our guest next week, so hopefully we'll see some of you back next week. Again, Paul, we certainly want to thank you. We've gone way over our time limit and way over your time limit, so I appreciate uh, everybody stopping by and, and yeah, saying howdy. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. I just wanted to oh, thank quickly you so say much for showing up. that uh, Sue Nero and Annette Hines say hello. Uh, oh. They both said hi, and they would get mad if I didn't tell you. Tell them I remember them both, definitely, and hello.
Okay. okay. All right. Thank you. Paul. All right. Well, appreciate it. And uh, good luck on the golf game, Paul. Bye, thank you. Your oh, hair looks great. You really, thank Your you. hair looks great. <laughs> oh, I haven't even done it yet. <laughs> Coming hey, Fred Lincoln. <laughs> oh, God. We'll see everybody next week. <laughs> with, um, next, next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See everybody next week with uh, Kay Parker. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by.